Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. You're listening to the world's smartest podcast network. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 285. My name's Turner Sparks. I'm Kaplan. You can find me at turnersparks.com. Buy my new album, Turner's. What, what's it called? Double Happiness. I almost said my previous album. Holy cow. Double well, Happiness. Buy, that too. Buy, buy them all. They're on yeah. iTunes or go to my Box website, turnersparks.com. I will sign it and send it to you. I'll sign you a CD, send it to you. Um, also, I have records coming in March. So. Vinyl. Vinyl. I, you've, I've always it. said your comedy is better on vinyl. It's, it's just, better it's on vinyl. Sound. It's more natural. It's more crisp. Yeah. Crisp, right? <laughs> you get that little crackling sound when you first uh, put it on. Nah, it feels like you're in the club. You it sounds that. like you're listening to like Frank Sinatra or something. <laughs> so it's really good. Uh, also, I'm on tour all this fall, November 4th. Wait, no, November 5th. I will be at Hyenas Comedy Club in Fort Worth, Texas with the great Andrew Heaton. Get your tickets now. Everything's available at turnersparks.com. All right. Kaplan, you can find Kaplan on all social media platforms at Cap in America. Kaplan, what else? You want to, anything else to promote? Um, no, just but Cap in NYC is my other feed for all your real estate news here in New yes, York City. Yes, if you want, if am, you're looking for a home, if you're and looking you for do a home. not use Kaplan, we will personally unsubscribe you from this podcast. <laughs> we will, we will ban you. We'll ban you. We'll never be a guest. You'll never be a listener. You'll never be allowed to do anything in this town. Well, well we're on the streets in New York. <laughs> accosting real estate agents to find out who their clients are. And yeah. if any of those cross over with listeners to this show, you're in trouble. Yeah, except exactly. And if the real estate agents are listeners of the show, well then, then it's okay. But no, come to me for all your real estate needs. I'm number one on the West side of Long Island city. Look at that. Number one on, on Hunter's Point South. Uh, exactly. Today we're talking about the election in Brazil. They have a big election coming up. Bolsonaro and uh, Lula. Is the the full name's a lot? It's a lot to yeah, say. Yeah, we just so, go with the Nikki nicknames. We'll go with Lula. I wrote down the full name so I can say it in a few minutes here. But that's what we're talking about. We have Carol Zokley coming up in just a minute back. Uh, to to inform us on all that uh, what's going on down there. But Kaplan, if you want to support this show, and I know you do, go to Patreon.com/slash Lost in America. Throw us five bucks a month. That gets you extra episodes of this show. And listen, yeah. I've had people write in recently that mm. say I'm a Patreon subscriber. Cause I like you. I don't even want the extra content. I got <laughs> enough other show. podcasts I listen to. <laughs> I don't need more of you guys, but I just want it. Cause I believe in you. I want to yeah. give you money. That works too. We That's a great attitude. 
Because if I knew that no one's listening, we can really go off the rails on that show. We already do, but we could even do better. So if you guys tell us, if you subscribe and then write us in and tell us you're not even going to listen, that's even yeah. better. That's, <laughs> no it, that's even better. I don't have to be funny or anything. It's great. We don't care if people <laughs> listen at all. Just give yeah. us money. That's all we care about. <laughs> money. Yes. $10 a month, you get a t-shirt. $20 a month, you the get mug. your own ad on this show. Dennis Owens regularly writes in ads. You get a once a month ad. If we listen, we go out, we get other advertisers. You're going to hear them later in this episode. They pay way more than 20 bucks a month. I'll tell you <laughs> that. We're, we're, we're very expensive. It's like Super Bowl. Over They're here, getting over screwed. Here. If they yeah. knew they could just subscribe, give us $20 a month, they would pay way less than that. Yeah. yeah. But no, Magic Spoon, these people, the, I the hope big... they don't ever listen to our show is the point because then yeah. they, we, they could give us less money, but you give us 20 bucks a month, patreon.com slash lost in America. Go there. There's also a bidding war going on over there. Dennis Owens is currently giving us $40 a month to be our number one Patreon subscriber. We have other people at the 30, 35, 36. Dennis you Owens be, is our benefactor. If you want to beat one. Dennis Owens, we'll yeah. say anything you want us to say on this podcast, whether I mean, it's he's legal the number or not. one lawyer in, in both sides of Kansas city. Right. But if you want to, you want to, you want to be the number one lawyer in Kansas city, you want to replace him, give us $45. Well, he, so. Dennis <laughs> Owens is the only lawyer who is legally uh, uh, who can legally practice on the Missouri side and the Kansas city <laughs> side. So if you get a DUI on either side, you either side or get it both times going both ways. Yeah, like that, if you get that'd be impressive. If, if you get a driving under the influence of alcohol, uh, I, I was going to say ticket, but I think you go to prison yeah. uh, hey, in Missouri anyway. and Kansas, Kansas, Dennis will get man. you out. Yeah. And All right. In- Kaplan. Now, what do you know about Brazil? Let's get down to this. The Brazilian election I know that they, they had a runoff. No, they had an, a, a primary or whatever you call it. Maybe not primary, Elect- an election on October 2nd. Everyone yeah. thought Lula was going to win outright. Bolsonaro, right. we've covered him on previous episodes of the show. He is, they call him the Trump of the tropics. That mm. might be, <laughs> that might be, uh, I don't know if it's, it's boil, if it's too, if it's simplifying it too much. I don't think it is. That. He's very, yeah. He's got a little more, he's a little more, uh, I think he's even better than Trump in some ways. You know, he's, if, if you're for entertainment purposes. <laughs> okay. But, but yeah, so he, they, we thought he was going to lose. Just like Trump, the polls all said he had no chance, right? And Bolsonaro, then, yes. Yeah, Bolsonaro. And then he came out and he's forced to run off because nobody got 50% of the vote. That's yeah. So Lula, who was a previous president, got it 48% of the vote. Um, Bolsonaro got 43%. I guess that's close enough in Brazil to where they have to do a whole new election. Again. They didn't have 50%. That's the thing. So they're that's doing the that on October 30th. And it, I want to start here because it looks as if if Bolsonaro loses, he already has said he's going very Trump in saying that if he loses, he's not going to then that then the, the election saying, was rigged. He stole all his bits. He's saying the voting machines are fake. I mean, obviously, the news is fake, but now the voting machines are suddenly broken. Even though he won with those machines last time, he's playing all the hits. So, yeah, so, I don't know if he's hoping that people in Brazil have never heard of Trump and they think he's coming up with all these original, ideas. Like, but this is very it reminds me of that guy in France who's doing all the Jerry Seinfeld material. Material in French, but hoping yeah. just no one's ever heard of Jerry. No Seinfeld. one had ever. No one has Netflix over there. They Which, by the way, it seems to be working. That guy's huge. I forget his name, <laughs> but he's a very big comic. So is Bolsonaro if Bolsonaro loses, which it seems like he might, is he just going to is there going to be a January 6th again? Right. And that's is, I'm afraid of because we're like I'm happening in America and we're, you know, we, we think of ourselves as like the number one democracy. We got it all together. Brazil, I, it could be it could get could, could bad if they have a January 6th, I would think. So the military which I think is on his side. I want to find out if we think they would support it. So let's start there. We have the great Carol Zoakley coming back to the show. Brazilian comedian. You can see her on Netflix uh, doing stand-up comedy in Portuguese, I believe. Also, you can see her doing comedy in English all over the place. Uh, She's been on television in Canada, uh, I believe in the United States, uh, performing in clubs all over New York City and the world. Carol, welcome to the show. How do we do on our synopsis of your (laughs) upcoming election? Yeah, hello guys. Thank you so much for having me back. Every yeah. time I'm in this podcast means that my country shit's going down. So <laughs> that's, I'm kinda happy to, to having see us you. on. Yeah. yeah. Happy to see you guys, but you know. <laughs> it's good that you haven't been on as much as a Ukrainian comedian has been on because that yeah. means <laughs> been, yes. that's the real they're, test. <laughs> yeah, they're having more airtime in this more podcast shit. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> going down. Yeah. So yeah, pretty pretty much yes. I would just disagree with the comparison between Trump and Bolsonaro because I think that Bolsonaro is way worse. Okay. How's better, as I I say, but no. Yeah, because it seems to me that Bolsonaro, 
of course, they are all uh, uh, chasing money, and this is all about making money. But I think that Bolsonaro has uh, a ideological uh, thing behind it, and I. Th- think that trump is just narcissism <laughs> yes that's that's definitely <laughs> true with trump trump had no ideology he didn't care he's one of, from one of the self-proclaimed wealthiest people in america that he supports the poor is a, it's a hard uh that's a yeah. hard bridge to cross but anyway okay so Bolsonaro yeah. actually does believe in what he's saying i think he does because there's a there's a, a researcher like an intellectual in brazil that she uh studies uh nazi nazi uh, movements Right. And she found a letter from Bolsonaro when he won as a congressman, like years and years ago, he wrote a letter to the biggest Nazi uh, website in South America saying that his win uh, was uh, that his um, his work as a congressman will be for the Nazis. <laughs> you know, Jeez. the, so Nazi, is, the biggest very, Nazi. Uh, where is the biggest Nazi place in South America? Is that in Argentina? It's the or be- biggest it? Nazi a website. A it, website. It, this website is already uh, out of air, like because they, you know, the, yeah, the, like, it got law. taken off the internet. It got taken off. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that's a pretty big. It must have created yeah. some a really bad website to the internet to take it off. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, but this is all Cancel in the culture. internet ar- internet archives and stuff. Yeah, so right. that's why I think that he's way worse than, than Trump. But maybe he didn't know who he was writing to. Maybe yeah, he, I love how there's a translation. Defending a Nazi. <laughs> Jewish Michael Kaplan is defending. I just like Nazi. to see uh, you know well, he, he, his school told him you have to write a letter to somebody famous and yeah you can say that but then he takes pictures with the the Nazi the the woman from the Nazi party in uh, German he takes a picture with the Hitler uh, lookalike. <laughs> you know, like, was, was that like Prince? Uh, yeah, Prince, Prince Harry. Prince, Prince Harry. Yeah. It's insane. Whoa, right. Really? So he's got a Nazi fascination, is what you're saying. Yeah, even, for even, sure. Yeah, and that's a little. So yeah. what has he done? Um, so there's. So the thing about, I guess, if we're gonna compare it anyway, and normally on this podcast we don't like comparing foreign countries. politics to american because Uh what we've learned is they never fit it's never american media tries to distill it down to say oh that's the trump of hungary that's the trump of fill in the blank france Mm -hmm. that's that country that country but it never once you actually research it it never is that simple um but here at least with this election a lot of it seems there's a lot of similarities but when bolsonaro got elected he said he was going to do a million things what of that now that his term's coming to an end, what of what did he say he was going to do? And then how much of that did he actually do? Well, the things that he promised, uh, uh, the things that he used to say, which was like um, indigenous people will not have any land. Uh, he said that people like poor people and like people of color, they will not have any money from the government and all of that he did you know okay. uh during his uh presidency uh during the pandemic do you remember that the gas emissions from the entire world went down because ever the, it was world the best was- thing for climate change that ever happened yeah exactly <laughs> only in brazil it it went up oh. because he yes. let the wood the wood the illegal wood sellers and you know the miners run free they were like so we had like more like more uh fires in the amazon than ever during his presidency so he helped some a lot of people make made a lot of money during his presidency so the promise the promise that he made for for those people he was amazing he did it very well that's why that's why there's a lot of uh uh entrepreneurs and you know um business owners that are, uh, you know, backing him up. Yeah. Right. He's good yeah, for the bottom like line. That, I mean, yeah, that happened here. I mean, in terms of uh, the fighting for a certain percentage of people, did he say, was his movement a populist movement? Cause it sounds like it's not a populist movement. It sounds like this well, is it's a like a right wing populism for the rich, like, but yeah. not for the, it the is masses popular. kind of, yeah. you could say that Trump w- was for the a populist, meaning he was going to take care of, basically the white poor white people 
right? Yeah. And that got him elected. Was it similar with Bolsonaro? Yes, it is. It is similar because uh, he, Bolsonaro is a populist for sure because he lies. He lies so much. Like, for example, he was caught in a lie last week that is like, it may have cost him the elections. I don't think he was going to win anyways, but it was he was telling big. a story like because because in Brazil, like his movement, they're all like, if you if you let if you let the left win, Brazil is going to become Venezuela. Right. That's why the big boogeyman is Venezuela. Yeah, yeah. that's why the, that's the comparison. So he was t- talking about a story that he was like in the north of Brazil, and he saw some Venezuelan girls. 14 years old, 14 years old. And he realized they were uh, prostitutes. Okay. And he wanted to, what he wanted to mean is that look at the situation of Venezuela, Brazil is going to be the same. Hmm. But when he was describing the situation, the encounter with 14 years old girls, he used an expression that it means, um, uh, I don't know how to say that in English, but you know when you're flirting with someone? He was flirting with the 14-year-olds? <laughs> yeah, so he used the, the expression that means that he was flirting with them. And now mm. people are like, this is, the shit's going down. Like, people are like, he's a pedophile. Oh. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and the families, <laughs> yeah, the families are fighting like, oh, mom, you, you support the pedophile, you know? Oh, like, boy. it's insane. But in yeah. reality, the whole story was probably a lie. They're probably these the girls probably didn't exist. It was a lie. When he was there, it was like um, those Venezuelan girls, they were in like a beauty school. So they were like, they, they were learning a, a craft to work. And does Brazil really need prostitutes imported? I mean, I... I, 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 I <laughs> To I'm be not going to say I, I've been there or anything. To be honest, I don't think any country needs uh, like I think this is the oldest profession in the yeah. world, right? I think all the countries are filled with this. They got enough. Apparently, Brazil yeah, doesn't yeah. have enough. His uh, so I guess his base that we read is is farmers, gun o- gun owners. Um, yeah, that sort of surprised me. I didn't realize, he, yeah, evangelical Christians, which all of those line up with politics in America, all on the yeah, same yeah. side. So I read something crazy that in his term, since he took office, I guess 2017 is when he came in. Is that right? 2018. 2018. Okay. And then from then to now, the amount of private gun ownership in Brazil has doubled. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Still a long yeah. way to go, though, to catch us. I, I was looking yeah. at the numbers. There. We oh, still have yeah. like, we still like dozens times more guns in Brazil. But yeah, congrats. <laughs> Yes. And the thing is now, uh, the police is finding like guns from the, the, from the drug cartels and stuff, uh, are bought legally. Oh, okay. Cause there's, they don't have to buy them illegally anymore <laughs> because they yeah. have, you know, they have those people like in Brazil, we call it a, an orange, an orange is someone who is like, let's say I want to buy a gun, but not under my name. And I use Turner's name. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so the the cartels they use, you know, legal names. They legal names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do they, so they pay the people for that, or the people don't even know they're using probably, names? probably. Yeah. Probably. Is it because the idea is you're only allowed? There's still gun restrictions. You're only allowed to own a certain amount. Like my uncle owns 33 guns. Last time I checked, but he's a hunter. He's never killed a single person. He's uncle a great Keith. guy. <laughs> uncle Keith's a, a salt of the earth. He's a saint. He's a key fights. And I mean, he not fights. He shoots in competitions and wins. But if he was Brazilian, he would he be allowed to own 33 private guns? I'm not sure. Legal. He'd be an orange. He owns them legal. Sure. <laughs> or he I'm would have sure. to get, he'd have to pay me <laughs> yes. for my license to buy one for me. Yes. Natalie. Everybody. No, I don't. I think I, I, I'm not sure. I remember like my dad had a license for a gun. He had, my dad had a, a couple of guns too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think two of them were licensed and the other ones, no. So like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't okay. think like, I, I think there's, there's restrictions. Yeah. But I'm not sure. And what about the rainforest? What's and we'll, I know the rainforest is he's they still exists. These rainforests. I mean, I thought they got rid of those in the eighties. Oh my god! <laughs> All we've ever heard is the rainforest is yeah. going away, but it seems like they try still there. Bolsonaro <laughs> took a big chunk out of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, so 
now this election's coming up. Oh, let's get into Lula. So Lula was president from 2003 2010. to 2010. Yeah. Is that correct? 2010 or 8? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We read 2003 to 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably, yeah. And he left with 80% approval rating. Why did he leave? Well, he left because in Brazil, you can only have two terms. Okay. So he had to leave. But then... Um, uh, we had another president for two uh, mandates and was uh, from his party. Lewis and they party. impeached her. It was yeah. a coup. It was a, basically a coup. We, they impeached her and they put Lula in jail. Right. He went to jail. Car wash scandal, it's called. Exactly. Right? So, yeah. But no one could never prove anything. And now he is released from the 27 accusations. He's proven uh, innocent. And Lula was supposed to run in the 2018 elections. And a corrupt judge called Sergio Moro put Lula in jail, so Bolsonaro won. And now Bolsonaro, uh, this corrupt judge that put Lula in jail is with Bolsonaro. Ah. Like they're together, you know? But so, was it a real scandal or just that there wasn't evidence that tied him to it or? Or was the he was in thing. jail for 18 months, let's was, say. A, uh, the yeah. car wash scandal. What was the details of that scandal? I think we might so have talked about it last Petrobras, time, just to remember. Yeah. yeah, it was basically corruption uh, involving uh, construction companies Okay. And, and the politicians. It was basically like a corruption scandal. And when he went to jail, ti- uh, the timeline was he went to jail during the campaign, the 2018 campaign. So therefore... Yeah. You can't run from jail. Okay. Yeah. And now he's out though. The Supreme court let him out. But was the idea that what his crimes were committed while he was in office, almost like 10 years earlier. What was his crimes? What? Like, so normally if you commit a crime, you would go to jail within a year, six months after committing that crime. Mm. Right. When, when did they say he committed the crime, the bribery crime? Yeah, they so everything was a little bit weird in that process because that process was first of all they 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 put him in jail very fast like without okay. like so everything like the the legality of the the process was not respected at all. Mm-hmm. And that's really something that worries people in Brazil because that shows that the institutions are not that strong. Mm. You know, so the, Bolsonaro winning again, it's very dangerous to Brazil, I think, and to democracy. I, I don't think we're going to recover. I don't think he's going to win. I think it's going to be tight. I don't think he's going to win. Bolsonaro, you don't think so? No. Bolsonaro's not going to win. He, lo- he lost the first round. Right. By, by I mean, six million votes. That's yeah. a lot of votes. So that's a lot of votes. Yeah. If you just look at percentage. It's like, oh, that was tight. But then if you actually look at the amount of people that need to somehow change their vote or new people. Well, the people who voted for the third and fourth party candidates, it seemed like one one of those was like a more centrist person and they endorsed Lula. And the other yeah. one was very liberal. It looked like from my research. So I would think most of those voters would go to Lula. But yeah. And, and there's a lot of scandals because now like. So now the the the, elect, the 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 elections are going like full like it's crazy like guys it's crazy and when I when you're talking about Brazil we're talking about crazy so the first in the first day of the second the first no the second day maybe the second day of the of the the second run right of the, of people the unearthed a video from 2016 2013 Bolsonaro saying that he was. Uh, I think it's in the Amazon rainforest. And he, he says that he found a tribe that was a cannibal tribe and he wanted to eat someone, but, oh be, but, but he didn't have the chance to, but he would like to. <laughs> he didn't have the chance but, to. He had to yeah. leave. So now the opposition and even me, like he supports we're cultures. Like, yeah. Yeah. So like even me, like we're all like, he's a cannibal. He's a fucking cannibal. Dammer. Bolsonaro dammer. And yeah. people like post Dahmer. like Jeffrey no. Dahmer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'll, Dahmer, Dahmer, right? he'll get an LBGTQ. No. Yeah. <laughs> is so, that real though? Is it, or is this like tabloid stuff calling him a cannibal? Yeah, like did he no, really say no, that as a joke or was it like a it was a, a real <laughs> interview? It was a real interview that he was giving to New York Times, actually, in 2013. (laughs) New York Times is a cannibal? Yes. So uh, this is something he actually said. 
so it's not fake news or anything, but people are just like, you know, building. But what's, I mean, are we not allowed? Are we discriminating against cannibals now? That's a culture. (laughs) That's a local culture there that he was, uh, you know, if that's (laughs) trying to immerse himself in the local culture. (laughs) Another funny thing. I'm sorry to to interrupt. Another funny thing. So this was the second day of the second run, the third day of the second run, because Bolsonaro says that he's evangelical, but he doesn't have any really. This is like Trump. So yeah. this is this fake exactly. evangelical thing. Exactly. 33% of your country is evangelical, right? So it's a mm-hmm. big deal. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So uh, he says he's evangelical. And I don't know if in America it's the same, but the evangelical people in Brazil, they are kind of against masonry because they think it's like diabolical. Do you it's know what? the, the masons? Masonry? Ma- the masons. Oh, the masons. The Freemasons. Yeah. Oh, the Freemasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Freemasons. Like mazes at a pumpkin patch or something. No? Yeah, the masons. <laughs> yeah. My grandfather was a mason. Whoa. Yeah, so they think that they are diabolical, that mm. they do satanist, you know? Did he? So in the uh-huh. third run, they found a video of Bolsonaro giving a speech in a Freemason place. Okay. And now it's Bolsonaro with devil, he's satanic, he's, he's a cannibal satanist defile. Oh so now right. that's, that's cannibal. Where... He's really stepping into <laughs> a lot of landmines here. <laughs> but is he losing the evangelicals with this or are they still with him? With the Mason thing, he 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 did, and also with the with the comment that he made about the fourteen-year-old girl yeah. that yeah. that hurt him too. Oh, it did. Yeah. Okay. Did yeah. it? Because in America, I feel like they look past like all of Trump's. Yes. And even like Herschel Walker, like they just look past things they don't want to look past because of. But they so some people he is going to lose. You think? Yeah, no, I think that this like pedophilia is something that the the extreme right has been using it against the left for years. So they have a very they they have a a glass. How can I say a glass glass ceiling? Like you know, like you cannot throw stones. Don't throw stones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the that's good. They're consistent at least. Yeah. So the pedophilia (laughs) thing is something that they 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 make the people afraid. Right. So the one of the fake news that made him win the first election was that I think I talked about this before. It was like. Um, uh, a, we, we say that for babies is a sucker when they do. Pacifier. Oh, pacifier. Yeah. So they say oh, that the left want to give babies a pacifier in the format of a penis oh. to make them gay. Yeah, Since, <laughs> from birth. Yeah, you train yes. them from, from birth. birth to train people, guys to be gays, like since birth. I know some very progressive parents who might do that in America. But <laughs> really? They really want to have a gay kid, I know. But yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. So, so people believe, so like talking about pedophilia and stuff like this is like something that people really, I think, yeah. So you know, I gave a, my so, son a big breasted pacifier just for the record, but no. <laughs> So Bolsonaro is a, um, let's see, a pedophile Satanist cannibal is where we're at right now. And Nazi. 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 That's kind of the four no-nos. Like shooting as Trump said, he could shoot someone in Park Avenue. Winning an election. It's hard to win. (laughs) Did he do anything that leaned Nazi-ish or leaned racist uh, during his time in office? 100%. 100%. He compared, like, he was talking about, because in Brazil we have some lands that are reserved, very little, not a lot, that are reserved for uh, Africans that that came right during the the slavery time. And they, some of them, they, they, they were able to flee they're the landowners and, and create, you know, little tribes or little, you know, villages. So some of those lands that are reserved for them. So they have some lands. And he was talking about visiting one of those uh, places and saying, they were all fat. Mm. They're eating too much because the government gives them money. Yeah. They're eating too much. And then he compared the, the, like, the way he said that they they are fat is that he compared the weight of the people with the with animal weight. Ay, ay, ay. You know when you say like, oh, this thing, this this bull. How no. can you say in English like this bull weights? No, we don't say kilos. We don't like say tons, tons, tons. tons yeah. yeah, but yeah. 
But the expression he used is an expression you use for animals. Got it. Right. So yeah. that was one. Um, another is that now he's saying because Lula goes to the favelas and people like, and he is, uh, you know, giving speeches and people come and it's big, like, you know, and now he says that uh, the criminals support Lula. But what he's saying is that everybody that lives yeah, in a favela are criminals. Mm. And that's not true at all. Like 98% of the people there are just right. workers. Yeah. yeah. Right. Just the poor. So that's another. It's a weird and, move to because he's basically he has like a lower middle class base too, right? But he's basically going after the poor and saying they're all crim or yeah. in the cities, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. similar. I mean, if he's going after the poor, uh, I guess like people of different races, then that's yeah. the move, right? That's the same thing Trump did. Trump supported the poor white people, yeah, but well, then, yeah, I mean, uh, marginalized yeah. the other the poor people of color. So, yeah. all right. So it seems like he's going to lose. Uh, yeah. If he loses, will what do you think will happen? Do you think it'll be a similar thing? With, do you think he'll? Uh, it seems like he'll try to stay in office. Correct? Yeah, yeah, because he's going to go to jail if he doesn't. So, oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, we we talked about him being impeached last time, right? Like whatever. Like, is that what you're talking about? Like that type of thing where he could. Yeah. What do we go to jail for? Oh, there's so many crimes like this man. He did like, for example, during the pandemic, we we're talking about what he actually did that was racist or Nazi. Yeah. For example, during the pandemic, he made everything to prevent COVID care to arrive to indigenous people. He denied water to those people during the pandemic, like uh, drinkable water. Mm. So like indigenous people died, died, died. A lot of them. How actually, did he deny them water? How does that even, how do you even well, go about doing that? Well, you know, when you have like, um, well, he's, he's the, he's the president. So right. he had like to sign something, uh -huh. you know, like he had to sign something to send water, you know, because oh. people yeah, like, they, and they're he was not like, drinking no. water like yeah, out and of their like, own well or whatever. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't want to waste. I don't, I don't want to use this money for this. No, you know, <laughs> So do you think he'll actually go to prison or do you think it'll be like Trump where people are always saying he's about to go to prison, but he never actually goes to prison? I think that, I think that there's a lot of people that hate him very much. Mm -hmm. And we think that he needs to pay for something. Otherwise this will be very bad. On the other hand, it's like Trump here. Like it's, it's a man with a lot of support. So putting a, a guy like that in jail sometimes take, takes time for you like to find, you know, but he has committed a lot of crimes in his presidency, like electoral crimes. Now he's using uh, public money to, to, you know, to promote himself mm. so a, a lot. Like even the, uh, during the pandemic, he didn't answer 81 emails from Pfizer. So a lot of he people gets, wait, the emails are emailing him. So the <laughs> Pfizer, I don't know if you guys know that, but Brazil has a, a public health system and it was before Bolsonaro, like the best vaccination system in the world. One of the best. Oh. So when the pandemic hit Pfizer wanted to use Brazil as a, a testing place or like as a, a testing, like, you know, like to show the world how this can work. Yeah. So Pfizer started trying to connect with Bolsonaro and Bolsonaro didn't answer. I mean, email, you get a lot of emails. I get so much. Junk. You're like <laughs> Pfizer. It might be junk. Why what is would that? He, 81, 81 emails. Why would he be against the vaccine? Like, yeah. Why would he be against the vaccine? That was before it was because, even cool to be against the vaccine. Yeah. It's like so it was early. Really, <laughs> it was like, no, he's against the vaccine to this day. Right. One is because he didn't want he didn't want to waste money with that because he want to use the money, money, the, the state money for to to for himself to steal okay. and to buy votes, Congress yeah. votes. OK, so he doesn't want to give money to to things that are needed. Oh, he he had to, to pay for part of it. It wasn't going to. OK, oh. so he didn't want to buy vaccines from Pfizer, but he after a while, he started trying to pur purchase that vaccine from India. And he was keeping from himself one dollar for each for each vaccine. Vig. Because oh, Pfizer, really? because Pfizer didn't want to 
didn't want to be corrupt with him. They didn't want so to they, give him a dollar for every vaccine. Yeah. So he went and found a vaccine somewhere else. Yeah. Oh so my we, God. we just had like, but, but then Brazil, the Brazilians are very strong men, but then the, the Brazilian Institute created a vaccine. And that, that was the vaccine that started to vaccinate people there. Okay. It took a while to Moderna Pfizer to arrive there because of Bolsonaro. And Brazil had a much worse record than most countries with, deaths and everything with the vaccine number one if you compare if you compare like uh i mean it's a tough country because i mean the favelas we talked about are very crowded and everything so you think if you really care this country is a need the vaccine more than like anywhere really exactly exactly and now the brazil like almost 100 percent of the population are vaccinated because brazilians they they go and vaccine even the bolsonaro supporters are vaccinated there you go yeah is he vaccinated he says he's he isn't but he, he, his vaccination card uh, is in secret. Ah, he okay. put it like you know, he put it like as a, as a secret. Yeah. Well, when Trump tells his followers that he got vaccinated, they boo him. <laughs> they do actually. He gets booed in I, public. He stopped, I think he stopped bringing that up. But he did. <laughs> he even brought he brought up the booster. They went nuts on him at a rally. Oh, when he got the booster, they and he out. said he got the booster. Everyone started booing him, and he's like, yeah. "No, no." At his and own he, rally. Yeah. He's not used to getting booed, so he moved. You, you know, you're a comedian. You know, you cut stuff out of the act when it gets booed. You <laughs> <laughs> don't do it again. So exactly. It doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't exactly. work in a Yeah, you got to test it out. All right. Yeah. We got to take a break, everybody. But when we get back, I want to find out what it's going to look like to have Lula as a president, because it seems like that's the way we're going. Uh, Kaplan, yeah. we're part of the world's smartest podcast network. We are. That is us. That is uh, Dr. Andrea Jones-Roy. And the Majoring in Everything podcast. That is Andrew Eaton and the Political Orphanage. Once again, he and I, November 5th, will be at Hyenas Comedy Club in Fort Worth, Texas. Get tickets now. All those shows are great. Go listen to all of those. And of course, uh, keep listening to our show, Kaplan. And now, a word from your local sponsor. All right, we're back. Thank you, local sponsors. Wouldn't it be great if it was Dennis Owens, also a local sponsor? No. If he's, if he, yeah, if he's doing it both <laughs> he just ways. Bought ads on, <laughs> yes. His law Amazing. firm. Uh, all right. So uh, now that it looks like, well, so what are the chances? It does, as Kaplan said earlier, it seems like the military supports Bolsonaro. The police, the police yeah. support Bolsonaro because he's like a tough on crime tough on guy crime or guy. something. Even though he gives people guns, he's tough. Even on though crime. he gives everyone guns. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So do you think that if he loses, which it looks like he will, what are his chances of keeping the government? I think zero, because okay. he has he has some support in the military and in the police, but it's not. It's not that big. I don't think it's enough for him to actually, um, you know, try a coup, you know. So, so I think that it's going to be hard because we had the midterms elections and a lot of uh, extreme right wing people won. So Lula is going to have a hard time. And now the, the Brazil is Brazil is broken because Bolsonaro, you know, the pandemic, the pandemic made everything difficult for every country. But Brazil is even worse. Right. So I think Lula's going to have a, a hard time. Well, Lula will have a hard time too because what isn't the the Congress, the Senate? Is it? It's mostly it's still uh, right leaning, right? It's going to be. It is right. It is right leaning, and now a lot of extreme right people also enter right the, the game. And so, so, so they're going to make Lula's life miserable, I guess. So they're going to get... be hard. Yeah, it's right. going to be hard, and I think that. We entered, and not only in Brazil, but I think in the whole world, we entered in a time that we have to be active politically, right. the people, because the politician, like the the, it is too like it's too is a war, right? Those people they wanna the, like the extreme right wing, they wanna take power, and they have crazy ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like. It's no well, good. The, well, that's what like I saw when the, the day that they went to the runoff, like the the all the stocks are up because they were like, oh, there's this fear that like Lula would like nationalize oil or anything. But like that's not going to happen, right? Because he can't even he's not even going to have the the power to do that, even if he wants it, right? I mean, that's yeah. I mean, like this is so like silly because the thing is, uh, Bolsonaro represents um, a liberal economy. So right. his minister of economy is a guy who wants to privatize everything. 
the guy wanted to sell Brazilian beaches <laughs> for to like privatize, you know, the ocean, right? Really? Privatize the, the ocean. The guy is insane. <laughs> the guy that is a Bolsonaro uh, um, uh, financial, how can you say, like minister of economy? Yeah, was a guy who who was in in Chile doing that neoliberal experiment right the experiment. we've talked about that oh yeah. the chicago yeah. boys the chicago boys the chicago boys he was one of the chicago boys yeah so a lot of people who benefit from this kind of ultra liberal economy once once bolsonaro sure but the thing is lula is not a communist lula is a left a center center left mm-hmm. so he's not going to make banks lose money he's not gonna make nothing is right. it but he's gonna help a little bit poor people that's I mean, all he's been in power before and he wasn't yeah uh, brazil actually was doing pretty well then i think it was during like an oil boom and everything but yeah everybody I mean, was making a lot of money i think yeah. when i cabin i i, I might have missed it but you were talking about stock markets and the, it looks like the economy might be going down if if bolsonaro loses i think any time there's a change in government that just that happens automatically for like a couple months until they figure out what the new government's going to be. And yeah. then it stabilizes. And especially if this is a centrist, I mean, that's being yeah. more predictable is usually good. Yeah. And what yeah. is he he's actually proposing, like just giving what does he actually propose? It's so outlandish, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Like he's just Bolsonaro to, or Lula. Uh, no, Lula that people are would find outlandish. I mean, oh. is there anything specific? What's or? his platform? No. Yeah, no, that is very reasonable. It's just like. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, uh, it's very reasonable guys. There's nothing like really, uh, it's just like, I'm, he want to come, come back with like a emergency relief that a relief fund that he used to give people that helped people. He wanted to, uh, come back with some infrastructure that he has built and is gone now to help, uh, the poorest regions of the country. And I mean, there's nothing to keep the Amazon rainforest, I guess. Yeah, yes. Protect yes. Amazon. Protect I mean, the Amazon. What a commie. But it's <laughs> not, loves his trees. Yeah. <laughs> but it's nothing like it's nothing radical at all. Like at all, guys, like at right. all. You're not becoming he's not Chavez. You're not. It's no, not no, he's not Fidel. <laughs> he's not Fidel just, Castro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people were calling Biden a communist and Biden's like the most milk toast middle yeah. of the road guy there yeah. is. And he. Was he, I mean, I was reading an interview with Lula this morning and they were asking what's the difference between his 2002 campaign and this campaign 20 years later. And he was saying it sounded a lot like Biden in the sense that he was saying, well, this time democracy is what's at stake. So it's not the issues, it's democracy. And that's kind of what, it's really what Biden did. He almost, he didn't have many uh, issues running against at all. The, cra- the crazy he brought person, up. Basically. He just kind of said, if you vote for this guy, we won't have a democracy. If you vote for me, we will. And that was kind of, he kind of kept it simple. Is Lula doing a similar thing? I think it depends on, on where Lula is speaking. Cause I okay. think Lula, cause Lula is a guy who he was a poor, he was a, a poor worker. He, he, Lula was, is a guy from the, the favelas. Like Lula was a poor man. Lula, uh, his mom is illiterate. You know what I mean? Like Lula right. is a guy from the people, right? So I think it depends on where he's talking. When he is making a speech at Favela, I don't think he's going to talk about democracy. I think he's going to talk about you guys cannot eat. There's 33 million people uh, experiencing hunger in Brazil right now, you know? Right. So maybe that's what I've been noticing. Because this, it is true. It, I, I think that is true. If Bolsonaro wins again, I think our democracy is over. I think that's true. But I don't think every single voter is worrying about this or has this, you know, because people work too much. Like people don't follow the news like I like we right. do. You know what I mean? Like people who have kids, have work, have like they don't care, you know? Mm. They should be so, listening to this podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think that it depends on where he's, he's speaking. I think he says, maybe, maybe he talks, you know, how many times can Lula run again? If he, cause he's already been president for two terms, correct? Oh, right. Yeah. Can you do it two more? Is that how it works? Or is I, it, 
unlimited if you as, as long as they're not consecutive? I, I'm not sure because I think this is the first time it's happening in Brazil. I think he can run for re-election again. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Okay. I think that Lula is running for office now for one reason only. It's because he is the only politician strong enough to beat Bolsonaro. Right. He's the Biden. Okay. He's the yeah. guy. He's like, I'm coming yeah. back, coming back off the bench to yeah, we have a crazy a, person. Yeah, we have other like good and viable candidates, but no one has the strength that he has. Like, but he's very popular. Right. Okay. And Bolsonaro is a populist too. So it's sort of like he's popular. There's like a left wing. I saw someone frame it as like left wing populism versus right wing populism. But he it sounds like he's more. He's not really a populist, though, right? He's more running to the Lula sanity. Yeah, Lula is more like the left wing sane sanity candidate. I, is, is the yeah. this time. I think I would say that Lula is a populist so yeah. in, a, in a good way it, because he is very popular and he talks to people. He's I would say he's a populist. I would say, okay. yeah, I would say. And what about comedy wise? Do you, are you going back to Brazil much to perform? I am. I I went to Brazil twice this year already. Okay. And I probably go there next year again. I, I mean, if Bolsonaro wins, I don't know what's going to happen, honestly. <laughs> really? Because I, and also because I'm very vocal against him. Yeah. And, and I'm a little bit afraid, to be honest, because those people are um, crazy. Do you talk about it in your stand-up when you were there? Politics, oh, my stand-up or? online. I do. Like, because I got, guys, I'm great because I'm obsessed about, of course, the elections. Um, and the the way i think we release our angst is comedy so i'm like you know i'm making videos about bolsonaro and satanism and being satanist and yeah. being, you know <laughs> of course i you know and there was like a video that i posted today that was like this is brazil so much brazil so there's a there's a guy who's a bolsonaro supporter and then he says he's a orthodox priest but he's not, but he wears like everything. Where's and he went to a poor uh, neighborhood to, you know, give support to Bolsonaro and talk to people. And the children, children in the neighborhood make him back away. Get out of here. Lula, Lula. And, oh and this is the, sign, the Lula sign. And people are like, Lula, Lula, the children. You can go to my Instagram later and take a yeah. look. It's the funniest shit ever. <laughs> the children doing it. <laughs> so do you feel it, like, are you scared at all? You feel it's a, you're in danger when you're performing in Brazil? I mean, is anyone going to throw a beer at you? Any of these Bolsonaro supporters like they do here in America? <laughs> oh, I think before was already like dangerous to perform in Brazil, to be honest with you. But now I think it is. But I also, to honestly, I, I'm, I, in my mind, I'm like, when I'm on stage, I'm, I have no fear. And if someone comes to me, I'm going to come for them. Like, fuck it. You know, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <I see. laughs> That's right? how Turner is. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell jokes. So I mean, I guess that's all, that's all we're all trying to do. Right. But you know what? Funny. Like, yeah, but you know what? Like when, when I started doing comedy in Brazil, I was one of the first women doing comedy and people didn't, actually had the experience of seeing women doing walking up on stage with a microphone. Right. Yeah. So I actually had to have a thick skin since the beginning, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, this is not new for me. So like, you're used to it. Who cares? Yeah. yeah right? It's crazy. I mean, I think it's like globally now, like I don't, I'm not a political comedian. I'm not an American political comedian at all. I'm interested in global politics, but, um, I don't talk about American politics on stage. Still, I've had people yell like, let's go Brandon at me and stuff like that. <laughs> and a bunch of other stuff, which is just so puzzling because I don't even bring it up. Right. So they just look at you and they assume you're. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, well, no, I don't know what they assume. I, I would assume they would think I was, uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's hard to say. I think it's when I, in certain parts of the country, just by say by the introduction that you live in New York or saying that you live in New York, people think they assume they know where you are. Uh, and then people start yelling at me. And so I would imagine if you do talk politics on stage, it must be like bonkers right now. Yeah. Um, why do you think that, and this is for everybody, why do you think that this is all happening at the same time? Meaning the United States, 
uh, I guess France, uh, Italy, 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 Brazil. Yeah. Why are why is it so heated? I mean, I just read that 70% of Brazilians polled recently said they don't feel comfortable saying their political stance in public right now because of violence and just like harassment. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember that being the case. And I would, I I don't remember that being the case like 10, 15 years ago, anywhere uh, or 20 years ago. Right. So why, what's going on now that this is all happening? You think? Well, I think that we are at a breaking point. I think we are changing. I think uh, we're changing. I think the entire world, I think uh, it's changing. Like the power dynamics are changing. I think everything is changing. And I think we are at a breaking point and uh, everything is like crazy. Everything's like this, you know, like crazy. Yeah. It feels like social media must have something to do with this. Oh, I know, too well, much time in front of screens is hurting, killing everyone. Yeah, from all sides. right. I mean, I read Bolsonaro so is like yeah. great with social media, right? Isn't he a really a his big tweeter? Um, skilled right. at, or his team well, is skilled at controlling narratives. Through they have a lot media. of money. They have a lot of money. So what? What is what happens with those? Because I think that this <clears throat> extreme right wing movement is international. Mm-hmm. They have, of course, they're independent, but they have some like they have some, you know, uh, like a center or something like ideological kind of, you know. Yeah. Um, I do think that social media has everything to do. And I think that they just have a lot of money because Bolsonaro has this huge WhatsApp and Telegram net. Okay. he has people working for him. He has he has money to push for you know, uh, to boost his things, his, you know? So I think this is all, uh, it's less about intelligence and more about money. Sure. And, and, and the message, I mean, you say they're, they're independent, but we, I was watching a clip, I was interviewing Bolsonaro supporters and they were talking about how he's going to save the family. Mm-hmm. And it sounded so similar to what we heard in Italy. Yeah. As if like the family is under attack, this idea yeah. Yeah. from the left. So I find so. it interesting that, um, Around the world, the well, in in uh, like you, I guess Trump would say America first to make America great again. In Italy, they would say make Italy first. Brazil, you say Brazil first. But then, how are these people all allies with each other if their inherent point of view is <laughs> that point. my country's better than every other country? It's a great. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't understand. How- <laughs> That's just uh, yeah, nationalism and. You have the opposite point of view of anyone. No, because there's a respect country. for that's why they that's why the right will like they'll have a respect for like even Russia. They go in the well, I respect that Putin cares about his country kind of thing. It's like, yeah. it's like a it's weird cancel culture. I've heard people it's, in America. Yeah, saying that. tip of the cap. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. my country's better, but I respect you for liking your country. Kind yeah. Of yeah, I think that, that's weird- a- that is a method. I think that comes from um, from a Spanish guy. I forgot his name now. This guy, he created. Uh, I forgot his name, but it's very important. Like this guy was the beginning of everything. I think he started with, um, with a campaign to help, you know, the poor and stuff. Franco or is it? Or not? not Franco is a, is a, he's an obscure guy. No one oh. actually knows about this guy very much, hmm. but he created, um, he was the one who invented like the, the, the way you scare people with abortion. Okay. You know, so he was the one. So they have like pretty much a script that they've been following for, you know, scare people with uh, pedophilia and scare people with abortion. They have some talking points. I think the pedophilia is newer. I feel like that just came out of nowhere the last few years. Everybody's a pedophile. Is that well? And then Epstein didn't help. (laughs) Epstein didn't help. But Q, you know, the Q movement said everyone, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, the QAnon movie. Yeah, everyone's yeah. a pedophile. Apparently, I didn't realize that. Tom Hanks, Satanist pedophile. <laughs> Satan, yeah, Satan. Uh, but you're yeah, right though. A- they do follow the same script. It's almost like they yeah. get the greatest hits, and then they just mm-hmm. play it for their country. It works. They play what and they works. They have money. They have yeah. money. Honestly, it's money. Yeah. Though, like, there's a lot of rich, rich, rich people that support those people. Sometimes um, we don't know. Yeah. Sometimes openly. Sometimes not. Yeah, and it's almost like when it works in one country everybody else just uses the same playbook. They go, well, yeah. if that worked for them, I can, I'll just use the same system and get it to work here. It seems to be working, although not totally. I mean, Bolsonaro got elected once. He's not going to get reelected. Most likely Trump think. got elected once he didn't get reelected. Hmm. So 
Yeah. Who knows what happens in the but that's future. That's why we're worried that you're going to copy the January 6th playbook, but hopefully not. So yeah, I think hopefully. he will. No, I think he will. Yeah. He will, but I don't know how it's going to go, but I don't think he's going to, I don't think he can actually, uh, coup, like promote a coup. He can't take think. over the country. No, 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 no. But he will like a, ma- a mass is going to be for sure. They're going to make a mess. And what's Lula's uh, foreign policy? Has, has he said much about how he'll deal with other countries? So Lula is, uh, is a very good diplomatic uh, person. And Lula has one thing that, that I love about him is that he is very much a supporter of the other South American countries. So he's always been um, advocating to have um, more dialogue with the South American countries and maybe even like be stronger together. And this is something that the right wing and the extreme right wing uh, thinks is the worst, uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, they, yeah. and I think this is very good. It's like the European Union argument all over again, or with Brexit. And everything. It's like, we don't want to be, we want to be independent, right? That's what the right saying. We don't. Want yeah, to that's, yeah. That's so, see, I, I, uh, I, my opinion is that that's silly. I think the world is so connected that we should actually think about like a more centralized kind of, you know, Sure. Uh, um, great. All right. Well, I think uh, I think that's it. So October 30th is the date. Oh, we my will God. Find out. When when would Lula come into Pat? When would he take oh, office? January 1st. Oh, boy. Oh, can so I ask we one might have question? a Christmas coup? A hollow, yeah. <laughs> one question, actually, when, when the uh, I Perhaps. forgot to mention this, when the uh, the election was happening, the first round, I was in the elevator in my building here in New York and I was with this uh, two Brazilians and their dog, and they were going to the uh, the consulate. You could vote, I guess, by going to the consulate. And they were all wearing all red, and their dog was wearing all red. Is that, I want to, I didn't know, I didn't, they go, we're, we're supporting our candidate in red. Is that Lula, or is that? It's Lula. It's the, uh, actually, it's the opposite, because <laughs> in America, I didn't, red, I didn't look at, yeah. Right. Red is, yeah, red is Republican, but it's also really? communist, so it makes no. Yeah, so Lula, Lula is red, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I will, I will promote the, when I see them in the elevator next time, I will tell them to listen to this episode. Yes, please. They are nice people. They're good people. Yeah, their dog was all, it was so cute. Their dog was wearing a whole red outfit they put together for, Yeah, it was like two brother and a sister. So how did you vote? Did you vote? Did you go to a consulate or can you vote by mail? I actually, I vote in Toronto. I don't vote in New York. Oh, you went to Toronto to vote? I have to go. No, I didn't go. I couldn't. Oh, Oh, you didn't vote. I I couldn't. That's why you didn't get to 50%. You got to change your district. Yeah, I couldn't, unfortunately. Well, let's get you to Toronto before the next. Before October get 30th. You to Toronto. We'll, we'll, we'll oh drive you up there. So. I want to go to Toronto. Let's 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 do like a Patreon for me to go to yeah, Toronto. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Thank you so much, Carol. Carol, how can our audience um, follow you? Thank you. I'm on TikTok. I'm on um, Instagram at Carol Comedy, and that's it. Carol Comedy. That's pretty good. Yeah. Good, yeah. good handle. You must have got that yeah. early. Carol yeah. comment in Instagram, and but on TikTok, I'm comedy Carol, which comedy I love Carol. it more. Comedy oh, first good. Carol comedian on Instagram. Comedy Carol. Carol that Burnett is it. Uh, Thank you everybody for listening. Carol Zoakley, thanks for being on the show. Best thank of you. luck on the October 30th election, <sighs> and more importantly, the January 1st transition of power. <laughs> January 1st coup. That's it. What should we do? Uh, I just got a lot smarter, so it's time now to go get lost. Get lost, everybody.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.